Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. No. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> we are not doing that. Do you remember when everyone used to say that? When yeah. I used to say that every single day I of my life? Know, and I don't like it. <laughs> Ew, yucky. <laughs> Okay. 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 So, welcome to uh, the Not So Famous Podcast with Emily and Caroline. Okay, so let's start with what happened this week. Yes. Caroline, lay it on me. So, um, another update. Last week, we mentioned that Demi Lovato and her fiancé broke up. They are mm-hmm. no longer together. Mm-hmm. He, Max, has gone on like a weird little thing. Um, he started posting... Um, it, stories on his Instagram about how um, he's in love with Demi Lovato. He'll never um, be okay without her. Mm-hmm. And he's posting things like, imagine finding out the status of your relationship through a tabloid. What? You're in the middle of filming a biopic movie about a pastor in a Christian church whose intention of the film is to help people. He's posted, um, there's so much to say, but I'll refrain. Mm -hmm. God bless. So you know how last week you said that he was saying how he, like, um, was tweeting that he loves, like, Selena Gomez and stuff like Mm -hmm. that? These posts are now, like, sort of making me believe that. Yeah. And he's posting, like, um, good night. Please stop trying to thank you next to (laughs) me. Why does he have to say it like that? Uh, for I am just a human being who has to go to work tomorrow a.m. where there are families with kids relying on me. Thanks. God bless. And he's posting, like, he's taking screenshots of the Notes app and posting it to Snap and to his stories. And then he's, like, posting, like, Demi Lovato's Don't Forget uh, onto a story and saying, I have respected and loved Demetrius since I was 15. And my friend Samira, whom recently passed away, took me to her concert. And then he, um, here we go again, the album. She inspires me every day and is an incredible human being. I know it's not her writing these stories. It's a machine. I love her unconditionally. Demetria, I love you always and forever. And it it just keeps going. He keeps on posting Demi Lovato songs and albums mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then he's he also tweeted, he storied also, hashtag free Britney. <laughs> <laughs> Me just putting that in there at any moment I get. Um, okay, but these, I guess, screenshots of tweets sounds that he should send them to her. He should text her, call her. Or, like, he also, I saw somewhere that he, um, he, he compared himself to the guy who has the Epstein, Michael Epstein. Oh, okay, okay. He was, like, I don't know what cons- contact, context <laughs> that he compared himself to him by, but I know that that happened. <laughs> Why would <laughs> And is this guy, like, an actor or, like, Yes. Something? Oh, okay. And then Demi Lovato, um, released a single, and it was, like, a breakup track mm-hmm. and I don't know what the hell is going on I think he needs help <laughs> oh yeah I mean yes I feel like him posting all that on social media isn't gonna help him in any way oh yeah but it's also 
I feel like Demi should reach out to him too. Yeah, obviously also, there's like unfish, unfinished okay, business. But if that's how the relationship was, mm-hmm. I think it might have been better for her to be like, bye. Mm-hmm. Like, and never talk to him again. Because yeah. if that's how he's been this whole time, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so another update. The governor has signed a new um, a law that prohibited uh, is prohibiting first responders um, from taking unauthorized photographs of um, deceased people at the scene of an accident or crime misdemeanor with fines up to a thousand dollars. So this is in regards to um, um, Vanessa Bryan's um, lawsuit. Yes. Right. Which I'm just like, why wasn't this a thing before? Like, yeah. Why were these people allowed to take photos of dead yeah. people on it's... their phone? Also, if you want to do that, you need help. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I don't know. That's weird. that's weird. It makes me feel weird. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad that's being put in place. Exactly. Though. I'm happy things like that are happening and, and like then, changes are being happening. Was ha- there any um, updates with. And- no updates on like the lawsuit Mm -hmm. but i did see that about how this this change was made because of vanessa bryant tiktok is supposedly thinking of doing a creator event like vidcon or an insta beach (laughs) so how do we feel what is insta beach so instagram will take like their influencers and like set up a beach and just have like a sponsored day for them really i didn't know that yeah I want to be invited. I want to go to Insta Beach. I want to go there. So how do we feel about a VidCon event? Oh, that feels... TikTok? Yeah. I mean... Not uh, yeah. lie, like, I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it also feels, like, very chaotic. Oh, 100%. But I so just it... feel like Vidco- uh, TikTok has so many, like, influencers. Yeah. I think it would be hard because, also, everyone's TikTok page is so different so it's like who even are the main influencers on tiktok other than charlie and addison but even charlie and addison like i never see them on my page exactly i just see like my for you page is quite literally just people who who happen to post like a random thing at Mm. the perfect time yeah mm -hmm. me too it's a sort of like vine it's sort of like yeah but i don't know it's hard it's hard because Vine sort of had, like, main people, too. Yeah. And I think that's because the algorithm on Vine wasn't tailored to each person, so it was sort of easier for, like, the same yeah. people to be on people's pages. Yeah, like, they didn't have a For You page. It was really, like, you could scroll, but it was mm-hmm. just, like, random Vines, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then they also had, like... Um, top 50 vines in comedy, top 50 mm-hmm. vines in, in, in cuisine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so. They want to do it in person eventually. No, I just saw that they had sent like <laughs> TikTok had sent their creators mm-hmm. like a Google Doc. <laughs> it was like a Google form. <laughs> A Google form of, like, would you be interested in a creator event? Yes or no? I feel like, obviously, they would say yes. Yes, yeah. Um, but, again, I would want to go. I would want to see how it goes down. Um, if it went, 
anything like TanaCon, count me in. Count <laughs> Literally, me in. I I want to go to TanaCon. Like me I would. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Bring TanaCon back 2021. Yes, I want to go to like a hot mess event. Me too. So I can tweet about it, and so we can talk about it on the podcast and be exactly. like, can you fucking believe that Tana Madrilatas got sunburned? <laughs> I wish I was there that day, yeah. but that's what I want to do. Like, I want people to send us places so we can just, like... We could talk about it. Just talk about it. Also, for those of you who don't know, TanaCon was um, Tana Mojo's like event where she tried to replicate mm-hmm. a VidCon where she would have different people perform, different panels, different things. And she brought the YouTubers that like said like fuck VidCon. Yes. So like at the time, Shane Dawson was really big. She brought him. Um, I, I think TanaCon is like its own topic like it was like the top youtubers of like the older generation i feel like yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah i think we need to put the fact that Nicki minaj gave birth i know it honest i okay so it happened the day after that um mm, chrissy teigen lost her baby which is really sad yeah um but i felt like nikki had her baby really fast like i feel like i just found out that she was i pregnant. feel like i f- okay so I feel like I found out about Nicki Minaj having being pregnant like four years ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's how I feel about Katy Perry. Did Katy Perry she, have her baby yet? I have no idea, but it feels like she's been pregnant for ten years. <laughs> like I thought, I thought Nicki Minaj has been had children. Really? I mean, maybe been had pregnant. Huh. I don't know. If she, I don't think I. I think she gave birth, but I think she's been pregnant for a while. Yeah, Katie. Okay. Katie, if you had your baby, let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot us a DM. <laughs> so, Justin Timberlake and Jessica Alba uh, secretly had their second child earlier this year. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. <laughs> you know who Justin Timberlake is. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, but I don't know who Jessica Alba is. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Chloe Kardashian is back trending on Twitter because she has another uh, photo shoot, uh, Photoshop scandal situation. Mm-hmm. She once again has photoshopped her face mm-hmm. to a totally different person mm-hmm. while it's being like- paparazzi the same day, I think, and people were like... Is she doing it on purpose at this point? <laughs> she must be. Like, I just feel like Kris Jenner's too smart for that. I know, and there's no way that she can't notice that. And there's no yeah. way that no one else is telling her, like, hey, that doesn't look like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't she have... I feel like all of the Kardashians should have at least three people who are like, okay, we're going to post this... Let's have the next person yeah, like, prove it. Let's have the next I person. I know it's not her, the one actually posting it. So mm. it has to go through something. Yeah. People. And also, like, whoever edits her photos, I would, if I was Khloe Kardashian, I'd be like, someone get me a mirror. Like, this is not what I look like. <laughs> it's not me. Or, like, hand me the phone. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I just think that's so funny. And it's a completely different person every time. Yes. <laughs> it's not a consistent Photoshop. No, no. It's like a total different person. Yeah. Okay, so, funny. yeah. So, Chadwick Boseman, who, he passed away um, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it just came out that Sienna Miller, who is his co-star in 
21 Bridges. Mm-hmm. This movie came out, uh, I think, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, she came out saying that she asked the um, studio to raise her salary because I guess she had found out what other people had been making and she was like, this isn't fair. Mm-hmm. I'm billed at the same place. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the studio wouldn't do it. So Chadwick Boseman raised her salary with his. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's just like, wow, like gone too soon kind of type, yeah. type of thing. And it's like. <sighs> Why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, did you see the, um, what is it called? I guess a memorial that Disney painted in one of their parks we'll post it on the instagram it's really pretty it's mm-hmm. like a really nice thing that they did they did like a what is the word called a, a mural a, a mural yes that word yeah uh, like a, i think either in disney anaheim or disney world i can't remember mm-hmm. which one it is but it, it's a really nice thing that they did and it's a beautiful painting mm-hmm. just but it also shows how terrible that um I don't know what um, company the movie was for, but... Yeah, or, like, the pay discrepancy, it's so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. It's a great thing, and people were saying that this is the standard that should happen, but it's, like, it shouldn't have to be the standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like... I don't understand how they could just, like... Say no. Yeah. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman or anybody else, like, no man should have to give up their salary... Mm-hmm. So their co-star could have the same salary. salary. It shouldn't have to be the standard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially it, when they're doing the same amount of work and basically yeah. the same job. Yeah. It just it's like it's an incredible thing, and I think he's a he he is still is an incredible human being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just. It just sucks mm-hmm. because he shouldn't have to give up his money and she should just be able to have the exactly. same salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I saw some, this fucking tweet mm-hmm. that was like, um, the fact that a black man is being paid more than a white woman in this year is crazy to me. And I was like, um, girl <laughs> someone was like da, 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 da. someone was like so you can you'll excuse racism but you will not excuse sexism it's yeah. like what yeah that doesn't I, make any sense <laughs> i was like i sat there and i was like huh <laughs> that's a head scratcher <laughs> so noah cyrus she is Miley Cyrus's sister. Mm-hmm. She posted a photo on her Instagram. Sorry, I, have to laugh. I just have to laugh at this. <laughs> she said, just wear a mask. <laughs> and then, not even five hours later, mm-hmm. Homegirl was at a party yeah. without a mask. <laughs> it's like, pick or choose. <laughs> you can't be both. You can't you be cannot both. Be both. <laughs> It's like, okay, I guess. Again, that's just another are you dumb moment. Yeah. He just asked for that, and she didn't even delete the photos. Because I remember I saw that on Twitter, and I went right to her Instagram, and there you go. It's right there. Um, Amanda Seyfried also gave birth to a baby boy. I didn't know she was pregnant. Neither did I. 
A lot of these celebrities move in silence. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried, like her, what are your feelings about her? Um, great and Mamma Mia. <laughs> but her voice is just like, it's not good. But it's sort of like, it's the only sound for Mamma Mia and lame is that I can like associate with. That's funny. I don't, I honestly don't remember anything else she was in. She was in Jennifer's Body. I don't know. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations, Amanda. Okay, so this Jeffree Star news, yep. Yep. people have been sending it to me, and I'm like, y'all don't even know I've had this <laughs> saved. I have had this saved. So, uh-huh. Jeffree Star was... Um, he came out and he goes, <laughs> I saw a story where he goes, Jeffrey Lynn was played. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. Like, he was like, we were two consenting adults. We weren't dating. We weren't boyfriend, boyfriend. We were just hooking up. And so this guy, um, let me find his name. Do you remember his name? I don't remember his name, but I just think it's so... So the whole he situation is just so funny. Jeffrey Star is saying that he stole mm-hmm. all his. Wait, so Jeffrey is the one that's that started this? I thought it was just a rumor. Jeffrey Star went on his his Instagram stories with his <laughs> little his little filters and was like, "Hi, how are you?" Jeffrey Jeffrey Lynn was played. <laughs> so the guy's name is Andre. He. Played in the NBA, but he hasn't played since 2013, I think it was. Again, NBA and influencer. Exactly. He he has apparently left the Jeffree Star mansion with Louis Vuitton luggages and, like, <laughs> all those things. And now Andre is, like, <laughs> he said... I said this for a check, and you would do it, too. Dude, <laughs> I was an employee. <laughs> <laughs> and then a whole bunch of like influencers were like get that bread get that yeah. <laughs> and then leave <laughs> but um now andre is changing a whole bunch of like instagram captions of his with jeffree star and was like you'd do it too if you were <laughs> unemployed <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny so he basically just went in yes like for like I feel like he just did it to, like, get Twitter clout and just, like, make a meme out of it. Here's the thing now. Um, an Insider article was recently released about how Jeffree Star has paid hush money. Um, what is hush money? Like, he, so, Jeffree Star allegedly has sexually assaulted people, and um, he paid them, like, hush money to keep them quiet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He... So people think that this is all like a, like a redirect. He is paying this guy, Andre, to say all these things to cover up the fact that this article came out. So, um. But they're saying that Jeffrey did it to Andre? Sexually assaulted Andre? No, no, no. They're saying that Andre is a part of, like, still with Jeffree Star. Like, people have seen Andre and Jeffree Star together after this and after him changing. Okay his Instagram captions and like after all of this came out mm-hmm. because this article came out saying um like in 2009 Star used a taser on a homeless teen 
who's rejected his affections. So Jeffree Star has apparently sexually assaulted these people. Mm-hmm. And um, now all of them are coming forward. Four people, I think it is, are coming forward with the fact that he did do this to them. Mm-hmm. And Jeffree Star, who is, like, I feel like the king of covering up a scandal, mm-hmm is now apparently, this is all like allegedly apparently, mm-hmm. using Andre to create um, sympathy for Jeffree Star. Damn. And Jeffree Star also, I think it was yesterday or the day before, um, tweeted like, let me pay your bills and like sent three fans $10,000. Yeah. And people are saying that this is all just a cover up. Yeah, that was trending too. Yeah. Damn. If that is true, Jeffrey just keeps digging his, do- yeah. his um, hole deeper and deeper. Exactly. And deeper. Um, I, th- I don't want to go into detail about um, what these people are alleging because it is, like, really heavy. Mm-hmm. But I think we can link it on our Instagram or Twitter or anything like mm-hmm. that so you, um, everyone can read it on their own yeah. type of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So people think that Shawn Mendes is coming out with a new song because he tweeted something. Caroline, he did. He did? Yeah, he did. Um, I didn't listen to it, but yes, last night. Oh, it already came out? out. Yeah, last (laughs) night. (laughs) Yeah, last night he, um, yeah. Last night he came out, but two days ago is when he just announced it. Yeah, because he tweeted, um, what is hashtag wonder, and then, like, deleted everything else, Mm -hmm. made his profile and his header, like, white and stuff like that. Yeah, I have to listen to it, but I hope it's better than his last album. Yeah. Maybe he's had some time apart from a certain person. And <laughs> Can I just give it up already? I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't like them together. I Neither don't like do Camila. I. I don't like her. Those pictures of them quarantining in Miami, wearing the weirdest fucking shit, <laughs> walking with their mugs, and it's like, y'all see these paparazzi. I know, I know. you do. I know you cop them. Like, I know. It's just, like, if you're gonna try, make it look like you're not trying. Exactly, because also, uh, there are no really paparazzi in Miami unless you call them. Mm-hmm. It's not L.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, like, the city. No one's waiting for you. No yeah, especially uh, in, like, a residential area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, no one's waiting for you. So Bryce Hall, for some like influencer TikTok news, mm-hmm. is has a new podcast out where it's about like budgeting money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about finance. Yeah, uh, which I don't know. I don't know if I'm taking advice from him. Right, but he also <laughs> co-hosts. That's yeah. like a major investor. But mm-hmm. you know who his first guest is? Who? Mark Cuban <laughs> from Shark Tank. <laughs> Ex- so he's he's coming out with a bang. Like yeah. he, he got the big dogs. Well, he called out um Thomas Petru mm-hmm. and the rest of Hype House for spending money too much mm-hmm. too quickly. And he was like, they're gonna lose all their money. They're yeah. they're gonna not be the same in like a couple of months and all this but- stuff. And it's like I'm not taking advice from you. <laughs> yeah, but I read that that happened to him though. Oh, probably. And that's how that's how he learned about like finances yeah. and how to like. The kid sing. just turned twenty one. Yeah, I. It's sort of just like what? How much advice can you give from only 
experiencing a small portion. Yeah. Of that. So Miley Cyrus has gifted us all and released um, her version of um, Heart of Glass. You know, it was trending on TikTok. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about this. You haven't heard this on TikTok? No. It was all over the place. So she went on, um, what is that, like, radio? I Heart, I Heart radio. radio, yeah. And, like, performed this cover. It's a Blondie song, Heart of Glass. Okay. And then people were like, please, please release this as a single. Please, we're begging you. Uh-huh. Your voice was made for rock. Like, you should be singing rock all the time. And she was like, hee hee, here it is. <laughs> and, every- <laughs> and everybody is like, yes, Riley Cyrus! Which, it's a great song. And, like, I think she's done TikTok very well because she released, like, a clip of it from on TikTok. And that's mm-hmm. where people were like, whoa. Huh? Hey. And then so people started being, like, thinking about the song again, like, on mm-hmm. TikTok, like, making TikToks about it, and she was commenting on those TikToks with, like, a heart, and she was, like, really getting the hype up, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I love so I think, Miley. Yeah. I think she's uh, been an appropriator, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but hopefully, if she could just stick with this rock music, <laughs> she could good. just, she stays in her lane, she'll be mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. She definitely went through some times where I was like, this is not your place. <laughs> this is you not know? you. Well, which ones are you, like, thinking of? What do you mean? Of when you were like, eh, I don't like this. Um, that whole album where, um, I'll say it, where she, like, acted as, like, a black person and people were, like, saying this is Miley Cyrus acting out. And it was like... Are you talking about bangers? Yes. That whole era of Miley Cyrus, I don't mm-hmm. like. Because I was thinking bangers, but then, do you remember um, Miley Cyrus and her Dead Pets album? I don't, I don't listen to that. <laughs> you need to. Okay. You need to. <laughs> because I just don't like it when these Disney Channel stars use very valid mm-hmm. cultures and, like, genres, I guess you can call them. Mm-hmm to like quote unquote act out and like change themselves when it's like media will then be like oh she's being a bad person she's not a role model anymore and it's Mm -hmm. like she's using a culture Mm -hmm. and and putting it in a bad light you Mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and I I think she shouldn't have done that Mm -hmm. it's not her place and Mm -hmm. there's as we saw from Zendaya there's way to let go of that Disney um yeah without doing some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my spiel. Mm-hmm. So you have here Dance Mom Podcast? Yes! So as anyone who knows me knows that the only shows that I watch are The Office and Dance Moms. And the original <laughs> Dance Moms Moms are coming out with the podcast. It's called Because Mom Said So. So it's, it's, um, Kelly, Holly, Melissa, and Jill. Oh. Where's Christy? I don't know. I don't know oh. where Christy's at, but. She's so, on TikTok too, Christy. Oh yeah. She's all she's, over TikTok. She's doing it big. Mm-hmm. Um, but this <laughs> podcast, I thought it was just going to be like, they just 
you know, go over, like, dance bomb stuff and just talk about that. Yeah. But they're sort of turning it into, um, like, a woman's lifestyle. Oh, interesting. And problems and, like, empowering women type podcast. Interesting. So, yeah, they're sort of branching out, which I think is cool. But they're mm-hmm. also, like, they're also, like, taking questions from fans about dance moms. So yeah. I will be tuning in. <laughs> um... Charlie and Dixie are also starting a podcast. It's called Two Chicks. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good. I think that's um, cute. That's a good it, name. They, I listened to like I guess a trailer, and they were like, "We're gonna be talking about relationships, friendships. They're gonna be talking more about themselves, which I feel like we don't really know that much about them. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when influencers transition to podcasts it makes them so much more personal and you get yeah. more like intimate um like knowledge on them mm-hmm. and even i mean i know charlie and dixie have youtube channels but the most we ever see of them is just like dancing on tiktok yeah like i hardly even know what they sound like yeah and i think it's you. smart for them right now since they're so like they're so big and charlie is has not stopped gaining followers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a consistent climb. Mm-hmm. And I think it's smart for them to just, like, try out every single social media platform that mm-hmm. they can. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're just trying everything out to see what sticks. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I guarantee you this podcast is going to stick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the People's Choice Award nominations came out. Um, yes, they did. Justin Bieber and Megan Thee Stallion. Um, took the title for most nominations. Ooh. Six nominations each. It's pretty good. Um, and also the, what is it called? I think it's like People's Icon of the Year is going to Jennifer Lopez. Oh, interesting. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because of her, from her performance at the Super Bowl. Which happened this year. Fun fact. <laughs> Which is so crazy to me. And the f- I'm sorry, but I have to rant about this a little mm-hmm. bit. They were in Miami, mm-hmm. did a pitbull pitbull song during the halftime, and didn't bring him out. Yeah. I was like, and we all know pitbull was there because he performed before. Like, oh, did, did he? I'm pretty sure he did a the he did some stuff beforehand. <laughs> I don't know. I could have just made that up too. No, but he was definitely there. There's no. Miami, Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide, like, hello. He is Mr. Worldwide. He's Mr. 305 Miami. Like, please. He was there. You could have brought him out. I think he asked, like, I don't know. Please be in it. And they said, no. (laughs) I don't know. But, like, it just goes to show you. Does Jennifer Lopez have a song with people? Yes, they have multiple. They have to have multiple. Okay. So. Do you want to move on? I think that's it for the weekly debrief. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was a good weekly debrief. Okay, so my my topic this week is kind of so just to let everyone know, we didn't tell each other what we were yeah we have no idea research this yeah. week. I hope you know who this person is because then it'll be such a letdown. <laughs> Probably won't. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Okay. Because I think maybe we could switch off. Okay. Because you went last first. Yeah. Last mm-hmm. time. And also mine is a little heavy. Okay. Then yeah, you should go first. Okay. So I'm going to be doing um, 
the treatment of Megan Fox in Hollywood. Okay, that's good. That's a good. You know who Megan? Yes, I do know who Megan Fox is. Um, I feel like that's a good follow up from last week with Paris. Yeah. So, um, to start off, um, Megan Fox was 15 when she got her first movie, Holiday in the Sun, co-starring Ashley Olsen. Never seen it. Don't know what it's about. Never heard about it. Never heard about it. And then, um, she went on to do TV shows, What I Like About You, which I was a huge fan of. It was on ABC Family, Two and a Half Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2004, she was in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Which I didn't even make the connection that that was her, Mm-mm. you know. Mm-mm. So, two thousand seven, mm-hmm. she was cast as a lead female role in Transformers with Shia LaBeouf. This is where this is obviously where her the terrible treatment of Megan Fox begins. This is where she like really makes her a big break. Um, so she was originally um, signed on to do two more Transformers, but we, as, as we know, she only did two. And there's, right, like... F- I didn't know that. Yeah, there was only, like, four of them. There's four Transformers or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. She only did the first two. Um, so, okay, so let me backtrack a little bit. She, Michael Bay directed Transformers, mm-hmm. and he also directed um, Bad Boys 2, which Megan Fox has a cameo in. She was 15 at the time, so they couldn't put her at the bar because she was underage. They mm-hmm. couldn't do that. So instead, they decided to put her under a waterfall and have her dance under a waterfall. I don't like this. At, at 15. I don't like this. 15 is so young. So young. So very so young. During the second movie, of so she films Transformers 1. They start filming Transformers 2. Um, Michael Bay asks her to gain 10 pounds. This Again, is where terrible. Yeah, I, this is where things... She had an interview where she went on and said that working for Michael Bay was like working for Hitler. So then after that, she was fired from the Transformers um, thing. And Michael Bay said that she was fired because Steven Spielberg, um, who was the executive producer, wanted her to be fired, but he denies this. Mm -hmm. Which is like, what's the truth? Yeah. Who actually fired her then? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jennifer's Body comes out, which is, um, I actually recently watched it because when it came out, we were definitely like too young to see it. So like, I never did. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it's it's about um, a woman using her sexuality to like take down people who objectified her. Okay. Which I think is just like the essence of Megan Fox mm-hmm. because I think she's aware of how pretty and like sexy she is and like she I th- I don't want to say she uses that but mm-hmm. she's like she's aware and people are scared of pretty people who are aware that they're pretty, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And people don't like it when women acknowledge that, they, in fact, they are sexy. Mm-hmm. And she definitely, like, acknowledged it, which I think everyone, everyone should acknowledge their prettiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Jennifer Body um, receives mixed reviews because of the fact that it was marketed as like a teenage boy fantasy, when in fact that it was a feminist film. It was okay. directed by a female director. It was written by females. Why it was, was it marketed like that? Because it was like Megan Fox and like skimpy clothes. She was a teenage. She was a cheerleader. Like. Do you think that was done by the the company? Like it was probably it was definitely done by like executives and like mm -hmm. the people who produced and like marketed the film. Yeah, it was it was it's the movie is definitely a feminist movie mm -hmm. because it is it is mm -hmm. it's a great movie. I think you should watch it. Mm -hmm. It is it's like a horror, gory movie though. So. Um, in this movie, um, there was a lot of times where Megan Fox was wearing just like pasties and like a thong. Mm -hmm. And so the director and, and the woman- How was, old was she? She was, I think she was of legal age. Mm -hmm. Hold on, let me look it up. She was 22. Oh, okay. So like my age, mm -hmm. which I would definitely like, would feel so uncomfortable. Like I definitely don't have the ability to do anything. <laughs> like, I can't do anything ever. <laughs> so, so, the, the people on set decided to do um, a camera ban on set. So, like, no one was allowed to take photos, no one was able to take behind-the-scenes photos, but a photographer, a male photographer, of course, heard about it beforehand and, um, snuck on, took photos of her, took advantage of the situation, mm -hmm. knew that she was uncomfortable, knew that she was, like, nervous, scared, and took the photos anyway. Mm -hmm. So, of course, this just shows that, like, people only saw Megan Fox for her, her body and her mm -hmm. face. So this, I feel like that, like, again, it's just a, a shitty thing mm -hmm. and a shitty... Megan Fox just never was able to have control of her body, right. that type of thing. Okay, so backtracking a little bit. In 2004, she started dating Brian Austin Green. Um, she was 18, he was 30. I don't like that. <laughs> yes. Um, so she had to, like, convince him to start dating her. He, okay. she, she was like, please, I'm mature enough, I can do it. And it's like, mm, Brian Austin Green, you're having those feelings for a reason. Just because you turn 18 doesn't make you a mature person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, yes, legally you're, you are of age, you're an adult, mm -hmm. but like mentally you're definitely still a child. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. I was 18 very much relying on my parents still very much relying on my parents now mm -hmm. like it's like just because you turn this magical age doesn't mean you could start dating a 30 year old yeah mm -hmm. but over the course they break up they get back together they get engaged they break up they get re-engaged so they get married and have three children together okay um so Three children together? Three Sorry. children. Just, like, registered. Yeah. They are currently broken up. Mm -hmm. But, so let's go to 2009. Okay. 
Um, Megan Fox went on to Jimmy Kimmel, which the reason why I've been thinking about Megan Fox recently is because um, remember in August how um, like Ellen DeGeneres, she had just really gotten exposed mm -hmm. for being like a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> so people were starting to dig into um, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, like all of these like late night hosts. Yeah. To see how what their treatment is like see if there's like anything problematic and they found this interview from 2009 of megan fox on jimmy kimmel she mm -hmm. said to him megan fox said they said you know michael she's 15 you can't sit her at the bar and she can't have a drink in her hand wait who said that this is megan fox like quoting some someone okay she goes on to say so his solution to that problem was to then have me dancing underneath a waterfall, getting soaking wet. She continues, at 15, I was in 10th grade. So that's the sort of my microcosm of how Bay's mind works. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm, and then the reason why this was brought up was because um, Jimmy Kimmel will, responds and says, well, that's really a microcosm of how all of our minds work. Some of us have the decency to repress those thoughts and pretend they don't exist. And it's like... I don't think that was a good answer. Or exactly. Because, okay, in 2009, she was of age. She is an adult. But back then, she was 15. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Kimmel and was very much an adult when she was 15. Yeah. And the fact that he what he said that makes it he's basically saying that oh it's okay he just should have been like, quiet though yeah that like everyone has those thoughts when yes. that is not true that, that at is all. not the case <laughs> yeah um so after this um Michael Bay says in a in a interview <laughs> I know that's just Megan Megan loves to get a response. And she does it in kind of the wrong way. I'm sorry, Megan. I'm sorry I made you work 12 hours. I'm sorry that I'm making you show up to show up on time. Movies are not always warm and fuzzy. That's the, the lamest response I yes. could ever even think of. And it's like, okay, nowadays, that shit would never... You're under investigation. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. The set is closed for, like, two weeks trying to reevaluate. Like, mm -hmm. you can't... Especially when she was 15 at the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't much older when she did Transformers. Like, it's very obvious if you're having a 15-year-old go and dance underneath the waterfall. And mm -hmm. then you hire her for Transformers. It's like, we, we know what you're thinking. I don't understand why when, you know, men like that, men do that stuff. And then they're always surprised when it comes back around them. Yes. They're like, what? They're like, no, it was totally fine. <laughs> yes, I don't, like, how anybody is surprised about when people come out and are like, I was treated awfully. And they're like, what? <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, as if that response was not awful enough, mm -hmm. Michael Bay releases in a non-3- so three anonymous members of the Transformer crew wrote like a disgusting, terrible letter, and he released it on the official web on his official website, 
Michael Bay releases it on the michaelbay.com website. Mm-hmm. But he has now since removed it, but of course we have excerpts. Mm-hmm. So in it, the crew calls Michael, uh, Megan Fox dumb as a rock, unprofessional, Miss Sourpants, a grump, thankless, classless, graceless, and an unfriendly bitch. Here's an excerpt. When facing the press, Megan is the queen of talking trailer trash and posing like a porn star. And yes, we've had the unbearable time of watching her try to act on set. And yes, it's very cringeable. So maybe being a porn star in the future might be a good career option. But makeup beware, she has a paragraph tattooed to her backside, probably due to her rotten childhood. Easily another 45 minutes in the chair. And it's like, um, Michael Bay directed the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox is not directing herself to lean up against a car and like pose. Like, this is not her direction. This mm-hmm. is Michael Fox. He's yeah. director of the movie. He's con- in control. Mm-hmm. He's telling her to do these poses. It's like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Yes. And it's like, how they're, are you? They're sort of just, they're like trying to cover, cover it up in a way. Yes. But it's just like, I can't even, like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then Shia LaBeouf says, he is quoted saying, she started shit because she had developed this Spice Girl strength, this woman empowerment shit. And it's like, what are your thoughts on Shia LaBeouf? I'll just never forget, he did, um, I think it was like a World War II movie with Brad Pitt where they were in a tank. Okay. And Shia LaBeouf, as we know, is a method actor. Mm-hmm. He is go- he's playing that character forever and ever. Yep. So in his mind, he was like, I'm in this tank, I'm not leaving this tank, and all this stuff. So he never showered. Me- method actors scare me. <laughs> yes, but Brad Pitt... Who we all know is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he has Oscars, mm-hmm. or at least nominees. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he pulled Shia LaBeouf aside and was like, you need to take a fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you need to stop. You need yes. to stop that. <laughs> you Just have do stopped. the scene and go home. <laughs> yes. Literally, like, I understand method acting fine. But, like, be aware of the way that you're treating your co-stars. Yeah. Take because a fucking in shower. Reality, in reality, you're not in that actual situation. <laughs> you are not in World War II. <laughs> it's, not, it's not all you on you. Out there. It's not all on you. Yeah. Oh, so that just makes me laugh. And also, like, I had no idea that he had said this mm-hmm. about her. And it's like, develop this Spice Girl strength, this woman empowerment shit. Like, I'm sorry that I want better things for myself. Yeah, like, sorry that I'm sticking up for myself and treating you the way that you're treating me. Exactly. So, Megan Fox has been quoting saying that um, all Michael Bay's directions were to be hot and be sexy, and that he was like Hitler and all that stuff. And she was really, from what I remember, during that time at least, she was the only person who was actively speaking out against the things that were happening to her. This is like way before the Me Too movement, way before... Anybody came out with with that guy um, who's a, who's got cancer? I think who was in prison. He, oh, um, he 
Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. <laughs> no, not the not the Broadway yeah. one. So this <laughs> this is before like all of that comes out, mm-hmm. and there are like quote unquote feminists who were like, "Shut up, be grateful." Like Michael Bay gave you this role, you should be thankful, you should be generous, and all this stuff. And it's like she, Megan Fox, is making the moves, making the headway for you to be able to come out with this Me Too movement mm-hmm. years later, you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she was, like, really doing the groundwork for herself. Mm-hmm. She was the one who was doing interviews saying, I was treated like shit. She was the one who was making it public that women should not be treated like this on set. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was this feminist blogger back then, her name was Zelda Lily, who made a whole post about how Megan Fox is a terrible human being and all this shit. And it's like, how do you call yourself a feminist? When you're tearing her down. You're tearing her down for doing the exact thing that women do 10 years later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's why um, she... She never came out during the Me Too movement. I don't know if you remember that. She never said anything. Mm -hmm. She never came out with any of her stories, which she has been quoted saying that she has a lot of things that she can say. Mm -hmm. But the way that she was treated when she was coming out in the 2000s said that she was really put off by it. She has been quoted saying, I was ahead of my time, and so people weren't able to understand Instead, I was rejected because of the qualities that are now being praised in other women coming forward. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I feel so bad for her. For yeah. That. And also, she didn't present herself to be a victim. Mm-hmm. She didn't show herself crying. She wasn't, like, she never covered herself up. She was always Megan Fox sexy kind of thing. So she wasn't, like, the typical, like, quote-unquote victim. Mm-hmm. So people were, like... It was kind of just like she was confident, so people were like, oh, this is not real. This is not Mm -hmm. happening and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's just sad. And she's also been quoted saying, I just didn't think based on how I was received by people and by feminists that I would be a sympathetic victim. And I thought if if there were ever a time where the world would agree that it's appropriate to victim shame someone, it would be when I came forward with my story. My words were taken and used against me in a way that was, at the time in my life, at that age, and dealing with the level of fame, really painful. I was rejected because of some of the qualities that are now being praised and other women coming forward, and because my experience, I feel like it's likely that I will always just be out of the collective understanding. I don't know if there will ever be a time where I'm considered normal or relatable or likable. Because at that time, she had said something about her her vagina being confident, um, and people were like, what the fuck? Like, how can you say vagina? How can you say your vagina is confident and stuff mm-hmm. like that? And so people were really like taking the things and like, because like we were saying before, Miley Cyrus is constantly being like, my body is sexy, I'm, mm-hmm. my vagina, my whatever. And everybody's like, yes, we love you. Yeah. But Megan Fox does this 10 years earlier and everybody's like, you're a whore, you should be doing porn instead of acting. Yeah. And when she was coming out with that, that made people like overlook what the real issue was. Yes. Um, people did not want to believe her. Mm-hmm. 
I, because of she, because of her like how confident she was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I remember there. I remember Transformers coming out, like Jennifer's body, mm-hmm. and then her career. I don't want to say flopped, but her career kind of went dead because people believe that Michael Bay put like a um, like a do not hire thing out for her, mm-hmm. and then she did like a series of movies that were just not good. Like she did um, Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> which. Okay. Not the turtles. Not the, not, the, not the turtles. And then she kind of went dead again. And then she was on New Girl, which I saw, I was watching it, and I was like, Megan Fox as, as a recurring. Um, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. And I was like, I completely forgot about you. Mm-hmm. So that was just that was really cool. And then again, like I had mentioned in August. There was the resurgence of people trying to call people out and like hold responsibility and like mm-hmm. hold accountability. So this kind of like forces Megan Fox to take to Instagram. Um, I'm gonna read you everything she said. Okay. Because she comes out and it kind of like forces her to be like, everything was taken out of context. I wasn't treated as bad as everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Which again is like, okay, I'll just read it to you. Yeah. <laughs> She said, I know that a discussion has erupted online surrounding some of my experiences in Hollywood and the subsequent mishandling of this information by the media and society in general. While I greatly appreciate the outpouring of support, I do feel I need to clarify some of the details as soon as they have been lost in the retelling of the events and cast a sinister shadow that don't really, in my opinion, belong, at least not where it's currently being projected. I was around 15 or 16 years old when I was an extra in Bad Boys 2. There are multiple interviews where I shared the antidote of being chosen for a scene and conversations that took place surrounding it. It is important to note that, however, when I auditioned for Transformers, I was 19 or 20, which you are still a child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're a child. Yep. I did work, me pretending to know how to hold a wrench and one of Michael's Ferraris during one of the audition scenes. It was at the... Platinum Dune Studio parking lot, and there were several other crew members and employees present. I was at no point undressed or anything similar because there was a scandal of people saying that Michael Bay made her um, undress and like lean over his car and stuff like that. And there was like rumor spread that she like didn't want to do that and all this stuff, but whatever. Okay. Mm. So as far as this particular audition story, I was not underaged at the time and I was not made to wash or work on someone's car in the way that was extraneous from the material in the actual script. I hope that whatever opinions are formed around these episodes will at least be seated in the facts of the events. Please hear me when I say thank you for your support, but these specific instances were inconsequential and along an arduous no 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 that's how you pronounce that word journey along which I have endured some generally harrowing experiences and a ruthlessly mis- how the fuck do you say that word misogynistic oh, okay. fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> and this ruthlessly misogynistic industry there are many names that deserve to be going viral in cancel culture right now but they are secret- safely stored in the fragmented recesses of my heart but when it comes to my direct experiences with michael and stephen for that matter i have never been assaulted or preyed upon in what I felt was a sexual manner. 
I'm thankful to all of those who are brave enough to speak out and I'm grateful to all of you who are taking it upon yourselves to support, uplift, and bring comfort to those who have been harmed by a violent and toxic societal paradigm. So what she's saying is like basically like these things that I've said were not as terrible as other things I've been through, which it's like, it's still really shitty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to lessen these things. Yeah. You still went through them. Yeah. Because obviously if it didn't affect her that much, she wouldn't have gone out of her way to speak about them like she did. Mm-hmm. But now I guess when was that post that she you just read? Um, it was like recent. Yeah. Um, in June. Yeah, because may I'm thinking that maybe she thought as time passed, maybe hearing other people's stories, she was like, "Oh, it's mine wasn't that bad," but that's yeah. sort of like it's still invalidating much, her feelings. Yeah. You know? And it, it's just tough. A lot of people, I was looking on Twitter for, like, thoughts and feelings, and a lot of people are just saying that we owe Megan Fox an apology. Like, mm-hmm. we, Megan Fox deserves better and all this stuff. So, yeah. then recently, her and her husband broke up. Okay. The, the, the very much older man and her broke up. The one that has the children with her? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was very soon after she started dating Machine Gun Kelly. And people, again, started hating her and was like, you're a whore, you're a slut, like, you're, you're a mother of a child, children, how can mm-hmm. you be doing this? And her husband very much was like, her ex-husband was very much like Wait, were they just people. Were they just calling her that for um, getting people, with Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me, okay? Yes, and it, and... I guess in their mind it was too soon after the divorce or splitting up with him. But it's like we it's don't know their that, place. Yeah, it's like say. we we don't know how long they've actually been split. Mm-hmm. We don't know we're not a part of their relationship. Yeah. And then um so but right now she's with Machine Gun Kelly and it seems like they are very happy. Like People are saying that this is the happiest she's ever been. Oh. She's so in love. She's she's like him and her and Machine Gun Kelly have both been quoted saying that like I never knew what love was before we mm-hmm. met each other and stuff like that. So like I'm happy that she seems happy and she's got a few films coming out soon. Oh, that's good. Which is which is really nice because she is a good actor. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think like all these articles and all these Twitter people have been saying, the world owes Megan Fox an apology. Yeah, it's sort of like another case of like I don't even know how to phrase it, but it's she like, really didn't even like do anything. People exactly. just sort of attacked her for no reason. I think it is really just like they don't want to see a woman confident. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see a woman aware that she does have, she is pretty. Just like the, uh, like Britney Spears, like, everybody made fun of her for having her mental breakdown, but they didn't realize that, like, it was her dad who was taking all of her money, like, still is very much in control yeah. of her, mm-hmm. which I think hashtag free Britney needs yeah. to be 
its own. We'll go, we'll go in on that on another time. Exactly. I just think, again, the world is not ready for confident people. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because it's like, why wouldn't you want to see other people succeed? I know. Yeah. Wow, that was good, Caroline. Thank you. Thank you. I was reading and I was like, shit. It got really, like, heavy stuff yeah. that she went through. And I, I never knew any of that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mine is on a very lighter note, very different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. So, my topic this week is general Jenna Marbles. Shut up. Yes, yes. Oh my god, how exciting. Okay, so I just wanted to give a rundown of my experience with Jenna Marbles, my attachment, how she's changed my life in ways. <laughs> that sounds a little much, but okay. So my journey with Jenna Marbles started in 2012. I was in seventh grade, and my friend Ryan that lives on the street, shout out to Ryan, he, we were hanging out at, at his house, and um, <laughs> he showed me this video of Jenna Marbles land shark video. Have you seen Caroline? Yes, of course I have. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's a classic. I mean, mm-hmm. so after that video, I was like, who is this girl? And like, what is YouTube? Because that was the only experience that I had experienced knowledge of YouTube that I had prior to this was me just watching Fred videos (laughs) in fifth grade. Um, So she was the one that really like introduced me to YouTube, if you will. She was the person I ever, the first person I ever subscribed to. And at that point I was like, yes, like love this girl. Like, I don't know what TV is anymore. Like I'm only watching her. That's funny. Um, So this was all in like middle school. I was in middle school this time and Um, I remember I went on a college tour with my brother to Boston University, and this whole time I was like, yes, like, I definitely want to go because Jenna Marbles went there to get her graduate degree, and I was like, mom, this is, this is where she was, this is where she was, and my mom was like, I don't, I don't know anything of that person, I don't know who she is, like, I could care less, I don't know what you're saying, um, that's just a little fun fact, okay, so, Jenna Marbles, if people don't know, she's a YouTuber, comedian, makes videos, well, used to make videos. Mm-hmm. Um, she, when she first started making videos, she worked at Barstool, too. I don't yeah. know how many people knew that. Um, I think as, like, a writer mm-hmm. for, like, a, I don't know. Um, but she also was a go-go dancer. You know? I remember that. And I never even heard of that term, but I think she just, like... I think it's similar to a stripper, but they have clothes on, as far as I know. <laughs> as far as I know, I don't know. Yeah. But she she always talked about that in her videos. Um, mm-hmm. This this topic is really about nothing. It's just something that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I apologize in advance. You know what my favorite Jenna Marbles video is? Which one? The one where they try to make Mar- uh, Marbles her Chihuahua dog float. I wrote that down. Yes, yeah, so she she made a video of how many helium balloons it would take to have her little chihuahua, Mr. Marble's dog, in like floating in the air basically. And they 
there's so many balloons. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. balloons in their house, but they eventually get enough to where he's just floating in the middle of the We'll post a picture of it. Because <laughs> that is, like, consistently makes me laugh. No, it's, that's funny. And, okay, so, um, I wanted to start with her sort of, like, transformation on the on youtube because she was on there for so long Mm -hmm. um so her first viral video was the how to trick people into thinking you're good looking and that video like i think it like immediately went viral but it was just like a facebook video like recorded on a laptop (laughs) which is just so like 2012 2011 youtube like that's just that's just what it is um, and at the time, she was dating Max Nosleeves. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and he he didn't do YouTube until, like, a little bit later, but he was sort of just, like, a normal person. At this time, she was still living in Boston, I want to say, I think. Um, but they were, like, the first, like, YouTuber couple that I was, like, sort of obsessed with. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I love these people, like, they are my parents like do you remember when they made the video um it was like couple makeup challenge no well they did but I was it was just chef's kiss like I love them my favorite old video that I just have to get out there is um apps that I'm obsessed with that video I used to be in seventh grade watching that every night till like three in the morning um, so I would definitely recommend everyone go and watching that video. If it's still up, I don't know if it's still up or not. But, okay, so I think this was around, like, 2014, 2015, that there were speculations that Max Nosleeves and Jenna Marbles were no longer together. And, of course, me, I was heartbroken. That was my first breakup I've ever went through. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it did come out that her and Max did break up um no one really knew why but there were speculations of he either cheated on her or someone also thought that he like made comments online about her like in a negative way i guess but even after they broke up they were in a they were in a video together so they were still like sort of friends but you could tell that it was was just like weird yeah but after that you never saw Max again. Like, yeah. <laughs> you never saw Max again. I think she moved to L.A. shortly after that, if she yeah. hadn't already. Um, so, around this time, this is when she's sort of, like, transforming into the person that she is now. Like, obviously, her, con- her content's completely different to when yeah. it was before. So then, I don't know what year it was, but then she got together with Julian. I remember Julian. that. And I was like, okay, like, who is this, who is this new guy? <laughs> um, um, but it turns out that I love Julian, and he's also a YouTuber. Um, he still makes content today. Um, but I feel like, this sounds weird, but I feel like Julian is, like, the perfect guy for I agree. her. I feel like he sort of, like, turned her into, like, the right direction of, like, where she wanted to go in life. Yeah. And, like, just, and- like, being herself. And he is, like, a fantastic filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cinematographer. Yeah, so he was really able to, like, help her edit her videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, Yeah, yeah, because you can definitely even tell, like, how much better, like, like the, switch. the quality, yeah. you know, the quality of it got. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they also, during that, like, new, like, just started dating time, they um, created the Jenna and Julian podcast, which is the first podcast I really ever listened to. Um, and it was because they also uploaded it on YouTube, so you could also watch it, which mm-hmm. I am a fan of. Um, but they, that podcast was just them, like, talking about, like, random things, and it was just, like, so fun, and then they would always have their dogs, like, come in and, like, sit on their, <laughs> sit on their freaking microphones. Okay, so, I love how I'm just, like, going down the list of everything I like about them. <laughs> like, there's no context behind this, I'm just saying why I like them. Okay, so, also, so, fast forward through high school, always watch them, like, always love them. Um, but then freshman year of college came around, and Jenna Marbles was sort of, like, how I bonded with our friends Elise and Kate and Lauren. Yeah. Because it was, like, the first day of college, and, you know, obviously you don't know anyone. So mm-hmm. I just, like, went up to Elise and Kate's um, <laughs> door, because their door was open. I was like, do you want to get dinner or something? Like, and then we got dinner, and we just, like, started talking about um, Jenna Marbles. <laughs> And that's how, um, and that's how, um, I got a basketball game tomorrow <laughs> started <laughs> with me saying that every single day. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think that's cool how you can bond yeah. with friends over something so simple as that that started in middle school. You know what I mean? So I agree. That was sweet. Shout out to Elise, Kate, and Loy. Mm-hmm. Green bitches. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Come on the podcast soon. We got yeah, guys. Also, we want to start incorporating guests into mm-hmm. our podcast, but that's to be determined. Maybe next season. Maybe next season. So fast forward to now, this year, Jenna started getting um, called out for racial remarks against blackface because she was impersonating Nicki Minaj in her mm-hmm. past one of her past videos. And she also got called out for racial remarks against Asians and remarks about women sleeping around, in quotation marks. Which I rightfully think that she should be called out for that. Yeah. And so how she went about it was that she decided to just, like, stop making videos as a whole um, and deleted, like, basically all of her old videos that she thought, like, could possibly, you know, be offensive and not right. Which I res- I respect her so much. She basically said like, like I don't know. I think that she just went about the situation. Yeah, I rightfully. think she, she set the bar for like YouTube apologies because mm-hmm. she was basically she went on and was like, I was wrong. I cannot exist on this platform anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be back. I'm deleting everything that mm-hmm. can be seen as offensive. I'm sorry, I fucked mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And it was like it wasn't like. <laughs> I'm changing and I'm trying. Like, it it, it wasn't like a Tana Mojo apology. Yeah, and I don't don't even want to say most, but I think, like, every YouTuber that has gotten called out for those types of things, which is a lot, like, the majority of popular YouTubers, they sort of just make one video as an apology and then just go back to life as normal. And they do the whole thing, I'm I'm learning and I'm growing. Yeah, they sort of change it into like a pity party for them. Yeah, they're like, oh, I was raised really terribly. I was poor. Yeah, and then it's, yeah, they sort of make it about themselves when it's not about them. Um, So, yes, that happened, I think, July or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And yeah, she still hasn't posted videos. Um, Julian does still post videos. He posts vlogs and he also cooks. Yeah. Um, but he also streams too, which guys, I have to say, I am Twitch for life. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so fun. Like, I only watch like YouTubers that I like, like playing like stupid games, mm-hmm. like Among Us. Everyone should yeah. be Among Us. Oh, that I meant to talk about it during our weekly debrief. We'll bring it's it up. It's fun. It's fun. Yes. Do you like it? Do I love it? it. I love the game. Mm-hmm. Ah, when I'm the imposter, I'm like I'm ready to kill y'all. Yes, I'm. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Oh, and <laughs> when I was researching her, I just thought this was funny. Um, it sort of ties into how other YouTubers handle um, being called out on their um, mistakes. Um, one of the articles, I sorry, I don't know this article name. I didn't write it down, <laughs> but it was just like a celebrity influencer gossip drama website. And I, before even clicking on it, the subtitle was, and I quote, <laughs> it is, ew, gross, not Shane Dawson making a return to YouTube before Jenna Marbles does. <laughs> oh yeah, because he had the scandal around the same time mm-hmm. and he was, he tried to do a Jenna Marbles apology. Yeah, but it didn't work. I get confused with that because Shane had so So many many. like different remarks against him. Yeah, I think it was when he um like that clip of him like in front of the um Willow Smith poster. Oh yes, yes, because then that's when um the Willow Smith's mom, Jada, and also Jaden Smith both came out and were like, "You're fucking disgusting." Yeah. Mm Hmm. I'm glad they did that. I'm yeah, glad me they called too. them out like that. I feel like he wouldn't have addressed it, oh, have addressed yeah. it if they didn't. Um, but, yeah, so apparently Shane's back on some type of YouTube. I, I saw that, um, so YouTube had, like, demonetized everything. Like, he cannot earn money from Wait, YouTube. Wait, really? Yes. Yes. Shane Dawson, again. He got what he deserved. Yes, again, Shane Dawson is his own yes um but he tried to do a jenna marbles apology where he sat down on a couch and he was like i fucked up i'm so sorry but then i think he brought up the fact that he was young he was stupid he was all that shit which is Mm -hmm. like i think we've learned that those type of apologies where you bring up your past don't work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it literally just like makes the problem about you it just makes yeah and it's just like okay so you're not really sorry um, but also, um, on the same note of her, like, transforming, she, like, she sort of, like, created her own genre on YouTube, yeah. which I found interesting, because she literally just did whatever she wanted to, and it was just, like, she just, it yeah. was just wholesome. You know what I mean? Like, she was just really just, like, living her life Yeah. for the and past few years. She was, like... Someone asked me to make myself into a toothbrush, so I'm doing it. Remember that video? And there's also the one where she was like, I want to be seven foot tall. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also the videos where she would just record her dogs. Yes. Those were enough. It's just like home videos of her that are just like broadcasted on YouTube. Literally. I just find wholesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. That was literally all I have to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was not a very research topic. I just really... Okay, so this is how I got inspired to <laughs> to, um, <laughs> to 
talk about this subject. Um, I was a little drunk, <laughs> and I was watching um, Jen and Julian do jujitsu together. <laughs> And I was just, just like, I love them so much that I need to just talk about them on the podcast. I swear, next week, I'm going to come back with data and statistics for my research topic. Oh, yeah. But I just, needed, I just needed to do this topic mm-hmm. yeah. and express my love for them. This was, like, a little bit of a weird week. <laughs> like, being on Zoom and stuff is, like, more tiring than being in person. I agree. And I don't know why that is. It's just how I've been feeling. It's... it's- the camera it's technology i know i don't know if you've seen but i got blue light <laughs> blue light glasses for my glasses <laughs> they're blue light goggles <laughs> uh we'll put an instagram picture yeah yeah, um, yeah. Kind of thing. but yeah so thank you guys for tuning into this week's podcast yes. sorry it was sort of all over the place but that's sort of what you're gonna get every single week because yeah that's how neither I of us yeah neither of us are ever put together no I'll put that out there we're all <laughs> no and um not so famous is in the works of getting on spotify soon mm-hmm. we just got, um we just finally got it on apple music or not apple, <laughs> <laughs> apple, apple podcast where can they find you caroline on instagram at caroline j campos and where can they find you at Emily Liz Fink on Instagram and at Not So Famous Pod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go hit that subscribe button. But sorry that we're sort of forfeiting the YouTube idea. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. We'll get there. But we'll get there. But you can expect some clips on our Instagram for yes. funsies if Just you want to see our if you want to see our faces. Yes. Okay. So have a good rest of your week, everyone. We'll see you on Monday. Bye. Bye, guys.